All right, it's Death by Video, and we're here live at the Princess Wales Theater for our second film I've seen here. And I'm joined today by the first time on the podcast, Nathan Duramshi. Hey, welcome aboard. And we are seeing Joker. So uh, excitement is high. Premiered at Toronto last night. Got really good reviews. And uh, yeah, super looking forward to it. We'll be back afterwards to give a brief little, or some of our thoughts on it. Anything else, Nathan? Looking forward to speaking after the show. Okay, bye. Um, unfortunately, Nathan will not be joining me for the rest of the podcast. We actually went back to work after we finished, and I kind of forgot uh, about recording. Um, Joker, it is a good film. It is a very good film. I uh, I was pleasantly, not surprised, but I had my reservations about Todd Phillips doing a Joker movie, especially one that dealt explicitly with mental illness and tried to like root his character in realism, and I was also afraid that they were going to try and make Joker the hero of the piece, whereas he's really the villain. Uh, both of those fears were totally proven false. Uh, false. Todd Phillips actually stuck around uh, to introduce the film, then do a Q&A afterwards. It was really good. He introduced the film well, talked about it well, and expressed his own concerns about people misinterpreting the film and kind of uh, idolizing the Joker character, even though he's supposed to be the villain. And he is definitely the villain. He is not a character to look up to or anything like that. Um, I really, really thought Joaquin Phoenix's performance was nuanced and layered because at times you felt incredibly sorry for him because the whole world was basically beating him down. But it seems like the whole world was beating the entire city of Gotham City down. And yet most of them didn't turn into psychotic clowns. A good portion of them did, but most of them didn't. Um, it was interesting to see, like, someone's take on the, you know, Thomas and Martha Wayne slash Bruce Wayne family from outside. Uh, there was a bit more reference to the Wayne family than I thought there was going to be. We did see young Bruce Wayne. Um, not to spoil anything, but but there are definite allusions to Batman coming in the future, although Batman's never said there's no bats, but there's definitely, like, that's coming down the pipeline. Um, above all, like, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was great because he took a character that would be considered sympathetic and, you know, uh, someone to identify with and turn them into a monster before your eyes and really just didn't pull any punches in his performance. He is an evil character who does bad things. Like, the the thing that always bugged me after Dark Knight um, came out in 2008 was that people were like, oh, you don't need Batman at all. You could just do a movie with the Joker. And it's like, with that Joker, no. With this Joker seeing the evolution of the character, yes, you can pull it off. But the thing as well is that so many people thought, like, he's the coolest part of the movie. He's not. Like, Heath Ledger's Joker was essentially Donald Trump before Donald Trump became president. He was outspoken. He said he's there to, you know, smash the system, a.k.a. clean the swamp. You know, he went after, you know, the boring men and women of Gotham. Um, and that is definitely not the case in the character of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about the Heath Ledger Joker, but the Point problem is you can't not talk about it in relation to any near like such a as soon like 11 years later portrayal of the same character um jared leto's joker i never saw suicide squad i don't really know how it stacks up i definitely think that in terms of portrayals of this character it's got to be neck and neck between mark hamill on batman the animated series and joaquin phoenix and joker uh the film was shot incredibly well you could tell it was shot on film they actually referenced uh, the works of Chantel Ackerman in, uh, in visual points of reference for the film. It definitely felt like, especially the opening credit sequence, felt like a, a film from the very early 80s or late 70s. It almost felt like a Kramer versus Kramer opening or something like that. Like You definitely got a sense of the time and place. I felt that at no point did it betray its, its 
er period in which it took place. And I think between this and Dolomite Is My Name, like we've gotten some really, really good period pieces that are not let down by their budget. And uh, Todd Phillips himself said that like the only CGI in the movie was just used to kind of just just help change the film, the backdrop of the film to make it look more period specific and also to change the skyline because they shot a lot in New York and the film is set entirely in the fictional city of Gotham City. Um, beyond that, like, I'm, I, it was very, it was a tense screening because they had an extensive bag check before we even got into the theater. There was lots of security because there is that fear, especially with all the, you know, the, the Dark Knight Rises shooting that happened a few years ago, that couple in Las Vegas that I think murdered a few people while, you know, dressed up like the Joker, um, the Toronto van attack, which is very much the, you know, the Joker is an incel essentially in this film. He is that guy that rams a van into a crowd of people or commits a mass shooting. Um, and there was a fear that this film could trigger, you know, some damaged, depressed, psychotic individual into creating an act of violence. And there is a scene in the film where when the Joker and full Joker get up, commits an act of violence publicly that to me was chilling to 99% of the audience was chilling, but you heard a small, small amount of applause in the theater. And that was kind of terrifying to be honest, that someone could root for, for, uh, an unprovoked, not unprovoked, but basically just like meditated, horrible act of violence in the film. Um, it was interesting because I felt that the audience wanted to laugh during the film, but this is not a film to laugh at, despite the fact that it's called Joker and the main character wants to be a comedian. This is not a funny movie. There are sly jokes in it or like just humorous moments that make you laugh, but it's not laughing like, haha, that was funny. It was the nervous laugh you do when you're scared. On the whole, I am very impressed with the film and I highly encourage people to check it out when it comes out in October. Other than that, um, I'm going to try and be back probably again tomorrow night with my thoughts on the films I'm seeing tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be seeing the film Soul, um, which I believe is Italian slash Polish. And I'm also going to be seeing Burnt Orange Heresy, which is probably the number one or two movie I want to see at this year's festival. I've still yet to see The Color Out of Space, Guns Akimbo, Jojo Rabbit, or uh, Takashi Miyakai's latest film, Free Love. Um, but I'll be back soon. So for Death by Video, this has been Graham signing off for another day. Bye.